And now everybody knows it. Every, yeah, everybody. everybody. <laughs> Whatever, man. Hello and welcome to Geek Chew, podcast where we talk about the things that we like. I'm Eamon. And I'm Charlene. And our <laughs> intro music was provided by my brother, Ryan. And uh, this week we're going to be, it's a oddly timed kind of Neil Gaiman-centric episode. Um, we, well, one of us has finished <laughs> the book <laughs> that we were reading and the other one hasn't, but American Gods has also aired three episodes. Yeah. So we'll be talking about American Gods and Norse mythology. And we went to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which we'll also briefly hit, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I don't know what you got. I mean, I did a lot of things. I'm caught up on Paper Girls still. Mm-hmm. I watched that new stupid Bridget Jones baby movie. Hmm. I think it's just called Bridget Jones baby. That sounds about right. (laughs) I watched Austin land, which I had been wanting to watch and it was exactly what I thought it would be. Was it exactly what you needed? Yeah. I'd like to. (laughs) That's good. I, I'd like to watch it again. It was so dumb. (laughs) Okay. But I liked it. You know, romantic comedy, mm-hmm. basically. It's like Pride and Prejudice, and it's very meta, because mm-hmm. it's like about this Jane Austen fan, but whatever. Anyway. Cool. It's an old movie. Anyway, that's what I did this week. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I got a few things. I Okay. So, they have, um, I guess they don't know when they're going to do it, but they've confirmed that they will do a sequel to edge of tomorrow which became edge of tomorrow live die repeat when it was released to home video and um Mm -hmm. i i don't know if they are i mean it sure seems like they're serious but the title (laughs) of the second movie with tom cruise and emily blunt is live die repeat and repeat so yeah. I mean, for a movie that they rested a lot of the uh, financial struggles uh, that the movie encountered uh, squarely on the title issues, because it was based on the graphic novel, All You Need Is Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and they removed the kill because of the um, the word kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Terrible title. No good. But the director is coming back, Doug Lyman, and he said they have an amazing script. So we'll see. Still vaguely exciting. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's got Emily Blunt, so I bet right. it'll be. Well, exactly. Uh, they're rebooting Hellboy. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, it must have been like just a couple months ago that they finally just put to rest that 
they're not going to make a Hellboy 3 with, um, you know, Ron Perlman and all the cast from those first couple movies. But it's going to be a uh, R-rated Hellboy movie. And the uh, the main character is going to be David Harbour. I mean, played by David Harbour. Obviously, the main character is Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> David Harbour, the sheriff from Stranger Things. Oh, nice. Who was also rumored, rumored as Cable, but... Um, for some reason they gave that to Thanos. So, <laughs> um, okay. yeah. So for, uh, speaking of Deadpool, they, uh, said they're going to have, I got, it's a whole list. So, uh, animated series of Deadpool is coming to FX from Donald like Glover. Like an adult animated series mm-hmm. by Donald Glover. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So that should be cool. Okay. I don't know when. I don't think they know when. They just know that they're going to make it. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff going on. Han Solo, second season of Atlanta, which they don't know when that's going to come back either. Mm-hmm. And and several other things, including his uh, moonlighting as the childish Gambino. Anyway, uh, Psych, USA is bringing back Psych for a holiday movie. Yeah. I yeah. mean that. I mean, I'd like a little bit more than that. You know what I really <laughs> like is to be able to access Psych again on streaming. Right, subscription Netflix services would be great. Uh, when they removed it from Netflix, it was that Hulu. was a dark. Wasn't it on Hulu? Mm, no, it was on Netflix. Hmm. But dark time in the McGregor household. No. <laughs> um, uh, I've been very much enjoying Veep and Silicon Valley, which have both come back. Season two of Master of None dropped to Netflix on Friday. And I'm about halfway through and very much enjoying that as well. Yeah. I like it when it's on and you're watching it and I'm watching it with you, but I don't really like think to go watch it on my own. Yeah. uh, I think you'd like it more than you think you'd do. No, I know. No, I mean, (laughs) I, I'm sure that I would. And I think Aziz Ansari is funny and I, I just, I never feel like pressing play on Mm -hmm. that show. I mean, the whole season's been pretty good so far, but the first episode is like this homage to Italian cinema and uh, Aziz Ansari was on the Bill Simmons podcast this past week talking about his prep for the second season and how he moved to Italy and learned to make pasta. So what you're saying is the show's already setting itself up to be too smart for me. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) I would not say that. But the second season is very good so far. And I don't know, lots of trailers have come out. Speaking of trailers, did you know, because someone just brought it to my attention yesterday, that there's a new Wonder Woman movie coming out? I did not know that. How far in the future is this? (laughs) I just was like, yeah. Were you wearing your sleeveless shirt yesterday at work? Mm, nope. No. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they've seen it before. Yeah, they have. I asked the question because of the huge Wonder Woman tattoo. No, no, yeah, I know. But <laughs> it, yeah. So, but I mean, how do people one might assume are, that What the weirdest thing about this to me is that how do people how are the, these people genuinely like just found this out? Well, that's not that hard to believe. How? I don't know. People aren't purveyors of pop culture in the same way as other people. I don't know. 
I just feel like it's been everywhere. Yeah, well, it's been in several places. <laughs> um, but Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for that. Is there another new trailer? No. Just the one we watched? Yeah, I mean, there was the teaser trailer, but then the actual trailer dropped. And it looks it looks good. I, I don't know. We're not Blade Runner fans. I, I saw the uh, director's cut once and hated it. Uh, and I would so like we to are see. both going to watch. Yeah, you haven't, yeah. Even, oops. <laughs> you haven't even seen uh, the terrible director's cut, but we're going to rent the OG version. Yeah, no doubt we will then be able to fully appreciate every facet of the homages in the new Blade Runner. Maybe. I, even yeah, when I joke. know something really well, I don't notice those <laughs> things anyway. That was not serious. Oh, okay. But it is coming out. that was a lot of pressure to put and on it. Me. And it does um, have the ever-charming Ryan Gosling. But more exciting, I think, uh, even for me, was the Dark Tower trailer. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> I think... I, I had forgotten that we watched that. Well, there's going to be like a common theme, I think, for some of the stuff that we talk about today where you have read mm-hmm. the original version of that thing, and I have not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I uh, spent too much time reading historical nonfiction for some reason. You did spend <laughs> a lot of time reading historical nonfiction. Uh, and, and how much of that do you remember? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I I actually have never even read a Stephen King book. Yeah, which I still find crazy. Yeah, we own a lot of them. <laughs> right, we do. Do we own all eight of these? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't read any. Have you I read all eight? No, I've made it like a quarter of the way through the sixth one. Yeah. Um. So this movie looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I should go um, back and read them all again. They're really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's been since, well, probably before this, but the accounting that I read for uh, a serious push to make this movie or uh, to develop this story has been going on since 2007 and different bunch of, uh, or a bunch of different uh, iterations and movie studios. And so now they're coming out with this movie plus like a 10 to 13 episode you know- uh, TV show. Possibly, possibly to Netflix. They're not sure where yet. Um, you know, we even have like volume one graphic novel of the Dark Tower. Oh, well, there's pictures I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I don't know. The way they talk about the movie is kind of weird. It's like a, it takes elements of the story, but it's sort of like a sequel. And then the, the episodes are going to be some kind of prequel, which I guess is volume four is basically like a prequel. Uh, I think so. It's, I mean, it's been years and years and years since <clears throat> I read them. And then, and I also, I read one through part of six all no. back to back to back to back to back. Right. Whereas, so, so it all kind of blurs together. And then also it's so far back because there's so much in them because, you know, well, you don't know. Stephen King, very <laughs> wordy. So, um, right. I mean, I've seen the thickness of his books, <laughs> but, um, so, so it's hard for me to, 
to remember where certain things begin and end. And also it's the story is not linear. Right. So, so that's, you know, tough for me to, to remember. I mean, I think it's, it's a little bit easier for some people who read them as they came out like years apart. Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you what, Idris Elba reloading a gun in a lot of different cool ways. Looks like a good way to spend maybe two and a half hours. I know. <laughs> it looks, uh, it, it looks super cool. And the trailer is pretty good. And he's got this, um, cool quote about how he shoots people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot uh, more eloquent than that. It plays <laughs> out in the trailer. I assume it's from the book, from the text. Um, Matthew McConaughey plays the man in black. I, I guess he's also the man in black in the stand. Like it's the same man I in never black. never read the stand mm. or watched it. So there's potential for expanded universe stuff and whatever. I don't know. It looks very good. I'm, I'm ready. Dark Tower. <laughs> August, maybe? I think it's August. That's very, very exciting. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll... Yeah, let's get into it. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Volume 2. Volume 2. That's right. Very important. It is. Um, I don't know. What did you think? The first thing I had written down was... Uh, I've heard a lot of talk about, I know I just asked you, but you see, <laughs> I didn't want to just throw out a general question because it looked like you didn't want a general question. No, I <laughs> and so I was going to just say, um, as a, as an icebreaker that I've heard a lot of talk about the opening scene and, you know, baby Groot dancing with this huge, uh, battle scene going on behind him, which I thought was, um, very well thought out and um very cute it was a little tough for me to watch because there was so much going on in the background and then there's you know it's just following the little dancing baby Groot but most people seem to to like it a little bit more than I did oh, really? <laughs> that opening scene I liked it a lot which kind of I thought um, the whole thing was cute yeah I mean it kind of mirrors the opening of the first movie with Chris Pratt by himself just mm-hmm. dancing through the uh, yeah the cave, which was a little easier for me to take in. Um, but, um, I don't know. I, I just felt like I, I liked the the movie and it was funny and uh, fun, entertaining. Yeah. I, it was a little uneven, I thought. Um, sure. Yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah. So I really liked it. I liked all the same things about this one as the first one. So that was good. Like that didn't disappoint. Um, ego. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What did you, what did you think? When he first shows up, it's, it's fun. Um, yeah. As the story plays out, the main conflict of, of the movie is, um, you know, this theme about family and then ego shows up and he is star Lord's, Dad. Dad. Like, spoilers, I guess. I don't know. Um, no, I mean, I think that that's... In the, like, trailers and stuff, I maybe? I think so. I mean, I think that that was, like, known, though. Right? Yeah. So I know there's always that tension between them in the in the comics, um, but it kind of ratcheted that up to, like, a different level mm-hmm. where there was no kind of coming back from that. 
which is fine. I mean, they do that, you know, a lot in, I, I, in movies. I feel like the um, whole friends are the family you choose is like. That's, that's Lego like, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also, it's, it's also just like really heavy handed. Yeah. Like the whole, all the emotion. There's a lot of emotion. I mean, so that's a big. I mean, it's a theme through the whole thing. Yeah, the, the, the father son thing is 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 big um, between those two. Uh, the movie itself is really kind of like a Yondu story, which was um, yeah the Yondu uh, storyline that kind of cuts through um, like straight through the movie all the way to the end is really good, and um, Michael Rucker is just you know yeah um, pretty awesome. The soundtrack was, I think, still good. Maybe not quite as um, like spunky, impactful and, yeah. as as the first one. It's also, I think, kind of hard to replicate. Um, well, I guess it's not hard to replicate what they did in the first one, but it, you can't take anybody su- by surprise with it a mm-hmm. second time. Um, so they're just expecting that same feeling, I guess, from the movie, which mm-hmm. uh, probably hampered them a little bit. I, uh, the movie being uneven was easily e- it's easy to look past because it is it's still funny uh mm-hmm. it's fun the last half hour is is uh was probably my my favorite part which i've heard um some differing opinions on <laughs> as far as uh people like the lead up and then when it gets to the big fight scene whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um i i don't know it just did you, you said it had all the feels yeah. <laughs> Courtney walked out. He was like, I almost cried. <laughs> and Courtney, <laughs> Courtney never says that. Uh, but, and they had this, you know, big swooping, like team shot, like from the first Avengers movie kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like the feels for everyone too, though. It's not just yeah. like the Yondu story and the, yeah. and the Chris Pratt, Sorry, it's Star Lord story, and but then there's also the Gamora story, and then there's also the Rocket story, and I just yeah, it's a lot of character. It's work. a lot of stuff. It's so it, I would I maybe like spread a little too to see thin. it again. Oh yeah, sure. And then there's like five stinger scenes uh, in the credits. Yeah, the, that's um, a lot, right? It was a lot. There's the Adam Warlock scene with the. What are they called? Infinity Stones? No, the the people, the um who made them. It doesn't matter. The sovereign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was that, there was the teen Groot stuff which was funny. Yeah. The Kraglin learning to work Yondu's arrow. The Stakar, whoever Sylvester Stallone's character is gathering like a lot of those those characters that were around him in that scene were they're like the original Guardians of the Galaxy from the first run of it in the seventies or really or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to play a bigger part. I mean, they got some pretty big name actors to fill those characters that were on the screen for about 10 seconds in this movie, but Oh, and then there was the Stanley, the watchers anyway. Yeah. Uh, I liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Way to give them all away though. I had watched a video and like read an article about all five of those things, all five of those scenes. I think I was trying to impart that, uh, the knowledge, like the original Guardians of the Galaxy thing. You wouldn't know that. 
No. If I hadn't told you, and I would have known that if I hadn't read it, and now everybody knows it. Every, yeah, everybody. everybody. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> All right. Anything else about Guardians? I'm no. excited to move on to the next thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mostly just so we can stop talking about this. Yeah. You were supposed to say no. No. <laughs> <laughs> American Gods. <laughs> American Gods on Stars, adapted from the Neil Gaiman novel. American Gods. Which I have not read. Which I have read. Right. Twice. So you, by read, you, you actually audio, read it. No, audiobook read. Yeah. But audiobook is reading too. I don't, right. I no, don't I was like just when, curious no, if you I, let read me, the Let print. me do my thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, blind people get read too. And that's reading. And listening to people read is also reading. It's still reading. It's just audio reading. Just sure. because. Uh, <laughs> audio reading. It is. It's reading. You're listening to a story, but you're, I mean, you're still getting all the benefits is actually looking at the words on the page. Yeah. And the one that you've listened to, it's like a full cast recording, full which is cast nice. Production, even yeah. though I haven't listened to it, I tried to listen to it once, and I. Mm-hmm. We do own a digital print copy, right? Too, which maybe I will someday read. You should read it. It's amazing. I know. Uh, I mean, I know that you know many people think that. Well, I mean, Neil Gaiman is my favorite contemporary author anyway. Yeah, so the, I, I can't think of anything I've ever read of his that I wasn't absolutely delighted with. Yeah, I mean, he he's definitely uh, very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched this documentary that's also on stars, uh, probably because American Gods is on stars now. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, you know, uh, basically him on tour and his origin story <laughs> as, <laughs> as an author. Um, he's a superhero. I yeah. think that's, yeah. <clears throat> Clearly. So this first season of American Gods is eight episodes on stars. I guess it's supposed to take uh, us about a third of the way through the book. Um, That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry for you. But they're, uh, they got, they've already been picked up for season two. Good. I mean, how do you not finish the story? It's a mystery story. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there's um, like a puzzle to, to solve as well as other things. Yeah, uh, the the showrunners say they like it to run for about five seasons. So five seasons, yeah, that gives you plenty of time expand. to get through the book. <laughs> sure does. You would think. From what I understand, they're already. Um, I mean, obviously, that would require require some kind of expansion to the story as it exists. the uh, The showrunners Brian Fuller, who came from Hannibal, which we have not finished yet. Yeah, I know, but we will. And uh, Michael Green and, you know, Neil Gaiman is also working with them to adapt it. But, um, I mean, you can definitely see that um, kind of similarity in visual style, I think, you know, from mm-hmm. Hannibal to American Gods, first of all. Beautifully shot um, TV show. The three episodes that we've watched have been um, visually stunning is how... <laughs> I mean, I would describe that's it spot on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the bone orchard with the white buffalo with the flames coming out of the eyes and that, uh, the imagery of the tree and just the way, I mean, just the way everything looks, I don't even know if it's the way it's shot, but just the way it looks on the screen is just kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. But so we've made it through the first three episodes. 
the mm-hmm. um so we're what what are you picking up with like the clues and things that are dropped about what's going on like what's going on so we've discussed that i am not a very big clue guy i think the same as you <laughs> <laughs> um and you know in hindsight i can be like well i guess i could have picked up on that but like i was listening to uh, an episode of the watch and they they didn't like spoil any of the the book or anything but they 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 said who mr wednesday is and, oh. and why he you know oh so that fe- i feel like that isn't ruins it for you a little bit no i don't think so i mean so mr wednesday wednesday is odin's day uh, and odin Mm-hmm. is uh ian mcshane the mr wednesday character which i guess you know uh the only i i did start the audiobook mm-hmm. <laughs> and it starts in prison with the um, just like the show started main character that's not true the show started with the vikings uh coming oh, right, to america right, right, right. so vikings norse uh god of war saved them from uh their their plight there so mm-hmm. maybe I, I could have picked up because, uh, you know, the first um, three episodes, you see a lot of the uh, the old gods journeying to America. Uh, and so I feel I feel like so far the main character, Shadow Moon, which it was, it's hard for me to get over the name. Uh, I don't remember his last name being in the book, but whatever. I mean, it probably was, but I don't remember it. Even if it wasn't Shadows, I don't know. Not my favorite. Listen, he didn't pick it. (laughs) Somebody picked it. (laughs) I mean, it seems to me like the show is just about, um, or, you know, I think I've even read, you know, basically it's about belief and the power of belief and the old gods coming to the new world and um, how they used to live in, in the old world where... Uh, belief in them was strong and they had all these powers and now they're kind of scraping by here and the new gods are you know technology and um, media they have this scene where in the uh, like a department store yeah in the store with um, I Love Lucy on the TV as Mm -hmm. uh, and I didn't like I could kind of like I knew her face but I couldn't tell that that was Gillian Anderson uh, oh my god, that was Jillian <laughs> Anderson? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it seems to me that Odin is, you know, trying to gather all the old gods to go to war with the new gods, where how the, how exactly he's, or what his plan is, you know, is obviously up in the air. In episode three, I think, they talk about Odin's Wayne and, um, you know, the Big Dipper, or, or some major, whatever it is, is you know, got this monster who's like a God, but not a God who, if he's loose, so it could be the end of the world. I don't know. My impression was he's going to release this beast. So that is my impression of <laughs> what is happening so far. I mean, so I thought it, there was some in- interesting things. So there are all these strange occurrences that are happening that, you know, is it coincidence? Is it not coincidence? Is it the little clips of the after the show with like the the creators talking and stuff? And one of the things they said in the most recent episode was 
um, about Shadow, like, does is he making things happen? Does that come from him or does that come from the fact that he's now with Wednesday and that's something sort of rubbing off? Right. Um, so what's the story there? And yeah, I mean, he seems like kind of, um, I mean, it seems like that is part of the major theme. They even, I mean, they, they pretty explicitly state, you know, that shadow doesn't believe in anything. And, uh, you know, as he's with Mr. Wednesday more, um, and these things are happening and he's, he, he actually, you know, Mr. Wednesday turns and says, do you believe in me now? After they, they rob bank, rob the bank, quote unquote, which is a pretty funny, um, Mm -hmm. scene in the, in the third episode. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. And the question of whether that belief can, can draw this, this power. So it's, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It seems like it's this kind of, uh, running theme through the show of, uh, belief equals power. But yeah, you were saying, I don't <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, this story as a whole is one of the best put together puzzles of a story that I've ever read. Yeah. Cause there's so many moving parts that all fit together. And that's like my favorite thing is when stuff from the very beginning, stuff from the middle, all the way through little pieces work. Like just add a little bit here and a little bit there and it works together to make this complete picture. Um, how do you, how do you think the TV shows doing that so far or you know yeah it's all there to the book i mean it's all there the the television show is very um accurate to the book in in that the main important things of the story are are the same and also the little details are the same but you know certain things have changed like the way things happen here and there obviously conversations when the book was written um cell phones right. were not like 2001 or 2002 yeah cell phones were not prevalent the way they are and so the way that that is addressed because it of course needs to be addressed in order to make this like a a timely and now piece of property you know um is is well done and interesting and and fits with the overall way that the story should be working um i mean adaptation's got to be hard it's probably a lot easier when you have the actual author working on it with you yeah (laughs) um this i mean this is a it's a it's a very faithful adaptation with all of the so you're not disappointed in in the show yet no, and I mean, I hope that somewhere. I won't be. And yeah. but I, I mean, I really can't imagine that I would be. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. In addition to the, uh, just the way it's shot and how great it looks, the cast is, uh, is really good. I feel like when you have something like when you have a really, really, really amazing story to tell which is, I mean, Neil Gaiman's just the best storyteller in the whole 
universe. I mean, I, I feel like that that's not even an exaggeration at all. Mm, um, <laughs> that like you have, you'd have to mess up really like really mess up yeah. real hard to, to make it bad because his story is just so, I, I don't even know. It makes me, it makes me emotional. Like <laughs> how good his storytelling is. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, uh, one of my favorite scenes so far in, in the three episodes that we watched was the, the beginning of the second episode with, uh, What's it, Orlando Jones playing a, a Nazi? A, a non- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that the name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounded weird coming out of my mouth. Um, but uh, yeah, the the slave ship coming over and the uh, the speech that he gives them, and he's basically you know telling them everything that they'll face when they get to this new world and how they're going to get fucked over and over again, and you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically incites them to to riot and it was one of the best things in the show i think because it, it showed how or it was just indicative of how powerful like the story can be when it's presented in this way with these actors who are um kind of amazing mm-hmm. i read that uh the the extras who were on that ship uh, after they were done shooting, they basically all stood up and applauded for Orlando Jones and his delivery of that speech, um, which I could probably see happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, I don't know. It's very good. There's, there's so much, I mean, there really is so much going on yes. in each episode that it's hard to, um, I mean, we didn't even really cover like, the the basics of the plot of you know shadow moon's journey mm-hmm. um which is fine it's it's not really the most interesting thing of the of the show so far i don't think um, no i mean it has to be there but i mean there's so many good things to talk about with the show there's not really a need to detail yeah those maybe if we can do this more frequently we can just talk about one episode and be a little less all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, did you have anything else on, on American gods? No, I had like uh four pages of notes and now I'm flipping around trying to find where found it. No, wait, it's not the right page. This is where <laughs> we were <laughs> found it this time. Um, so we'll move on to more Neil Gaiman stuff. which is uh, the Norse mythology book that we had uh, promised that we were going to do our, our book club on. And um, I think that was mid March. We Mm -hmm. shot for mid April and it's now mid May, (laughs) (laughs) but that's fine. This, I mean, the book came out this year, uh, I think in February. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the book Norse mythology is Neil Gaiman, collecting these stories and um, kind of arranging them uh, mm-hmm. and presenting them as talk about a hard adaptation. I think this was, I mean, it must've been difficult to get all these details right and tell the story in the way that it was meant to be told, but also kind of still with that Neil Gaiman voice. I mean, it's pretty obviously there. Yeah. The, the Neil, like just, Neil Gaiman's voice is is right. all 
in that. And I mean, I feel like it's very recognizable. (laughs) I mean, I feel if somebody had said, here, read this and tell me who you think wrote it, it would not be difficult for me to pick it out. I mean, I've clearly read a lot of it, love Gaiman's work. But I mean, there are just certain things where I read it and I was like, "Um, yeah, of course, that's the spin. The the way the book is set up, it's, um, I mean, it's structured in a, um, I think as linearly as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, they're all separate tales. Uh, each chapter has, you know, its own story. Mm-hmm. With, and like by character. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it starts off by introducing a lot of the players. That's the first mm-hmm. chapter, the players and talks about Odin, the all father and, all that stuff. So we had these uh, questions oh that we pulled gosh. from Lit Lover. I know that you sent me, and then I saw them, and then I did not get a chance to review them. I've just been so busy. I haven't had a day off. And, and yeah, I mean, it's. I figured that you hadn't looked at them. But <laughs> I mean, I, I looked at them once, but that was like the first day that you sent them. I read them all real quick, and then like one of them was like, what was your favorite character? Which I thought is a stupid question. Yeah, I mean, some of the lit lover questions. I didn't when I used to use want them for to my use them club. specifically. Yeah, uh, one for one, kind of answer yeah. each question. Well, so I mean, lit lovers is is hit or miss. Some of the questions they have are really good, and then other questions they have are just like, why would anybody want to talk about this? Right. Unless the one that you were going to ask me was, which was your favorite character and why? Yeah, that's totally the the first question uh no i mean uh, obviously there are a ton of characters in the book Mm -hmm. the the most obvious ones being odin and thor and loki the people we all know and love from marvel comics Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh i don't know i i mean when i saw that question like it's it seems kind of um easy to say that that Loki is kind of the most interesting character in the book. Um, but I yes. think it's easy because it's true, right? Yes. Like, uh, I, it's fun. You know, his, the, the yeah, I was just going to say like the God of mischief thing, like it's, you can kind of see it in, in the comics. Yeah. Um, especially in the, the Loki series that was, um, Oh, and definitely in, um, young Avengers. Yeah. Uh, which by the way, I should go back and reread that. Those were really good books. I miss that. I miss that run anyway. Yeah. I'm sad that it, you know, was ended, (laughs) but yeah, I mean the, the character list for this book is, I mean, it's not endless. Obviously they have the list in the back (laughs) and it ends, but, uh, it's, it's too much to kind of, yeah. dive into especially one by one talking about each character but uh what i mean i did i did take the what was kind of like your favorite story not favorite story like which which stories in the book did you enjoy the most um i really like that one with uh thor in the wedding Freya's unusual wedding or no, no, the one where it was Thor's wedding, Thor's wedding where they dressed him up as a woman. Yeah. That was called Freya's wedding because 
Oh, the, yeah. The giant or whoever. Seems like the giants are the ones who are mostly demanding these. Uh, right. There's always this like <laughs> battling women. going on between but, these. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't even remember what they got out of that particular story. I don't remember either. I just yeah. thought the whole thing was pretty funny because, I like, you know, Loki just with his. Yeah. He always, um, not, always, I mean, uh, it's not really a, there's no like real rhyme or reason that, you know, uh, you know, that, that, right. That he he's just deciding to be kind of a jerk. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, it, as, as the book goes on, you know, each story, he kind of causes this problem and then he, um, you know, he kind of doubles back and fixes it by, um, causing problems for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and like to that, and I, I really like the, the treasures of the gods story where, um, he, for some reason made Sif's hair all fall out <laughs> and, uh, to <laughs> not because, be, yeah. To, yeah, to not be beaten to a pulp by Thor. Um, you know, he goes and tricks these dwarves, dwarves to compete against each other and make all these amazing gifts for the gods. And that's where yeah. Mjolnir is, um, yeah. Forge. Mjolnir. 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 Yeah, the hammer. Uh, but that's where that comes from. And, you know, a bunch of the other gifts that were really cool. And I, I don't know. I, I like that story. The the journey to the land of the giants where the the giants. Um, I didn't. That, was, that was a twist I didn't see coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where the, uh, you know, they um, kind of were putting the Asgardian gods plus the other guy <laughs> to the, to the test and they didn't know it just the way it's written. It does seem very, I, I like the way the, the myth is kind of stated as like in this matter of fact kind of way where, um, you know, and myths do the thing where they explain the kind of quote unquote unexplainable, mm-hmm. uh, especially to, you know, back in, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> like the tides uh, from that story about the the land of the giants where mm-hmm. Thor almost drank the whole ocean. And that's the only reason that the yeah. the tides come in and go out and the, the, the meat of the poet story I really liked. Yeah. <laughs> where the Kavassier is, I mean, he just follows these dwarves back to their place like da, 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 and then it just slices his throat open. <laughs> <laughs> and it just is all like not this big deal. Um but yeah, I don't know. The, I mean there was uh questions on the website about you know what is the the role of myth and mythology um which I think we've already kind of talked about. I mean it yeah. it forms culture in this kind of collective subconscious and one of the one of the questions uh, was also what do you think like the mythology of the the Norse or Germanic people says about them and the way they kind of view humanity. Well, I what I think is interesting about the Norse mythology is that their gods are flawed mm-hmm. and not like these perfect creators who like the Greek gods weren't weren't perfect either, but they were more 
godly. Does that make sense? Whereas like the Norse gods, they have like such human error yeah personalities so and, they're and and so that's i think an interesting reflection of of the culture of those people you know that there's warring and um the things that they view as important you know or family um and valor and and knowledge and yeah and, i mean they still they do they, they beauty, value right yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they value all those things. And I would say kind of the way they, they tell these stories and, um, the culmination of, of the book. And ultimately I think, um, well, I, you haven't read it, but you know, you know, Ragnarok, everything ends at Ragnarok, but right. it doesn't really, but we don't um, know it hasn't happened yet. Well, it happens in the book. Oh, the last chapter is Ragnarok. It's pretty short. It's only, you know, well, I haven't 10 or 15 pages. Yet, so. And I'll tell you what, the Thor Ragnarok movie, yeah. not going to follow the Norse mythology. <laughs> well done. <laughs> or uh, it would be a pretty stark turn for the Avengers. Uh, <laughs> the, but. I mean, there's a yeah, lot so, to do with fate as well. and Yeah. Um, and the cyclical nature. I think that's. Ultimately, what what Ragnarok is is the the Norse version of death and rebirth. Yeah. Um. But I'd never read anything that kind of detailed Ragnarok, and I thought that was a pretty cool chapter. Um. And I guess we won't talk right. about it too much because no, I don't want to spoil it for you. No, but I mean, I've I've read things and, and have some knowledge of you know the the way that events are supposed to go, but I. I also don't know the details, so yeah. don't give it away. Yeah. I will say... I know that Fenris Wolf breaks his bonds and kills somebody. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, I will pay money to go see Idris Elba not only reload guns, but also put on some golden armor and swing that big-ass sword as Heimdall. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I guess that's probably... A good place to wrap up. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> what? I can't believe uh, you didn't bring up our equipment. We have new equipment. It was a very um, tumultuous gathering of things. Yes, and they're not even complete yet. I know. We're still missing pop filters, which we ordered almost two weeks ago. Um but we got the wrong cradle for the mic. It had this ridiculous pop filter that did not fit the mic, mm -hmm. uh, even though it said it would. And it looked really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think we're almost there. And hopefully this little doodad is actually recording everything that we've said over the last hour. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll chop it down to probably about 45 minutes at this point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but... Hopefully it sounds good. And if it doesn't, oh, well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't, it's probably just our fault. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I guess that'll do it. So, unless you got anything else. Nah. It was fun. It was smart. We liked it. <laughs>